would pass me by Oh, cause you know I'd walk a thousand miles If I could just see you tonight Ha, Dude, I can't learn how to play the piano, 100%. All right, so there's a reason I played this song. Okay. So that is like a power jam for women, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, because I need you and I miss you. Well, no, it's like, it, like it's it, like there, there's some. Yeah, it resonates within. There's some songs that are like made for women and they sound so good, right. and I really want to like I want to sing to them. Is it weird to sing to them? Like Alanis Morissette, like ironic. I love that song. Right. But is it like, can you just drive down the street with that blaring? Like, do you think people, I like, not like I give a shit. I don't think people should look at me weird. I think it should be a normal fucking thing for that. Yeah, to yeah, happen. that's totally. But people look at me fucking weird. It's not that they look at you, that you weird. They look at you envious because they're not brave enough to do it themselves. Yeah. That's really, that's really how I look at it. Like, that's a, that's totally a thing. Like, <clears throat> and I'm as guilty of it as anyone. Like, oh, yeah, by the way, this is the Joker and the Smoker, episode nine. Um, he's Isaac. Uh, he's Brandon. Um,. I've noticed that people like love to uh, have other people hear the music they're listening to, whether it's like you roll down your windows when you pull in the high school parking lot or like any kind of parking lot. And it's like, what is it about the human need to want to be liked over your music choices? It's like, sh- you just want to share music, right? Yeah. But I'm just trying to jam out to Atlantis more set. Don't look at yeah. me. Don't judge me. I remember I was driving down the road one time in high school and someone heard me driving down the road right. and I was supposed to be like this country figure. Like I hate stereotypes. Like, I've never fit into nothing. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Fuck well, everything. Yeah. <clears throat> that dude called you out at that open mic night. Like, this yeah. next guy definitely listens to country. I was like, that's like the most prejudiced thing you could possibly say. I didn't give a shit. But I was listening to like some Disturbed. Okay. Like some hard rock. Right. And uh, the next day at school, some girl walked up to me. She's like, what were you doing listening to that? I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's music. Yeah, it's a song. I like it. Right? The way, what was her answer? What did she just? You're not supposed to listen to that. Like, <laughs> Thank you. I was unaware. I'll I'll never ever listen to, to it Fuck again. You. Yeah, I don't know. I hate people. That's well. <laughs> yeah, I hate them as much as I love them. Also, people, you might have noticed that we have a a little bit better sounding quality. Hopefully, this is some crispy sounds in your ears this time because this guy went out and spent some big old buckaroos on a legit. DAW, a DOS, a digital audio workstation, which anyone who's looking to get into their own kind of audio production or video production, uh, if you're looking to record high quality sound, you're going to need condenser microphones and a digital audio workstation. And that's what we got now. Yeah. Hey, I'm trying to. I'm fuck, man. This thing's gonna be the fucking. This thing's shit. taking off. Yeah, we got this. We got this thing on four wheels and rolling, and we're building the wings. You yeah, know? no shit. Yeah, it's gonna Wait, be the first what? flying car. Four. Okay, <laughs> okay. I didn't know where the fuck you're going. This thing with is a flying me. car. Hey. Hey, <clears throat> do you think the KKK endorses sickle cell anemia? Sickle cell anemia? Like they like, like they back as it. in as in, as an endorsement. That means like I don't know what companies endorse any kind of uh, cellular. Okay, disease, well right? let me rephrase that. Do you think the KKK believes that sickle cell anemia is natural selection? Do you know I, what sickle cell anemia is? It's a, a it's it's a um, cellular disease that African Americans only can get, right? Yeah, and they die from it. I'm inter- yeah, I'm interested in like the the origin story of sickle cell anemia. That'd be some good research. But I don't know. I would think the KKK may be involved in the suppression of the research and development of sickle cell anemia, if it was any of the case. That's some big conspiracy theory. theory thing. <laughs> Tinfoil hat stuff. I'm though. just giving out some ideas. Like, but also they're probably too fucking stupid to even know what sickle cell anemia is. KKK members are not smart. I guarantee you. 
Well, it's not that I don't know that they're not smart. I think like uh, they're like, not educated, like any other kind of brainwashed thing. Like they became indoctrinated in, a, in an unexpected way. So like if you grow up in a cult, if you're born into a cult because your parents are cult members, you never know anything other than a cult. If you're born right. into the KKK, you're KKK. You know all the day. KKK. That's what I'm saying. But you wouldn't know too many other things. Like your family's not going to send you to public school. They're going to teach you. Yeah. Like or just they, their bullshit that they know. Did, yeah, did you know that uh, Tommy Chong has a white supremacist tattoo on his arm from being really? in jail? Yeah, like while he was in jail recently, and he didn't even know it. But apparently, the guy that he got it from, he only knew two tattoos because he was in the pen, <laughs> and he he gave him that one. And when Tommy Chong accident like went to jail over like some bong sales, I watched this. Um, you've seen this is not happening yeah, on Comedy yeah, Central. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His most recent it was like posted like four days ago. Yeah. I watched it. He tells a really great story of him like going to jail for nine months because of his bong manufacturing business. Yeah, he's like, sending it over state lines. Yeah, all that stuff. But um, but yeah, he tells the story of his tattoo. He has a white supremacist tattoo, and he he says uh. He says, I told my son I was going to get it removed. And he's like, no, nah, man, you can't do that. That's an antique. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a story. Every well, tattoo is a story, right? It off. Yeah. If anyone, Tommy Chong can do whatever. Well, I mean, like any person of color could probably pull off a white supremacist. That it, too. It, it, you have to be in, uh, you'd have to already be in a risky situation for that to like get you into any trouble, right? Yeah. You have to be at some rallies. Yeah. Do you have any tattoos? No. Me no, either, no, man. No, no, no. The We're, first one's going to be the fucking logo. Oh, yeah. And I've thought a, about it because no one. Has said anything about where they want my tattoo at. So okay. I thought about what I'm going to do. Okay. What, what was it? 10,000 listeners? Yeah. Okay. We're going to, uh, I'm going to get a tattoo of the logo, right? Okay. On my back shoulder. But it's just not going to be a tattoo. If this is my decision, I okay, mean, yeah, anybody yeah. can decide anything. <laughs> Unless you have some viewers away. But otherwise. it's not going to just be that. It's actually going to be a tattoo on my back, like on my shoulder blade. Okay. It's actually going to be a tattoo of me getting a tattoo on my ass of the logo. Like yeah, me looking kinda, back and smiling. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Tattoo of a, a tattoo of uh, an ass tattoo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> of the Joker and the Smoker. And then I need to get the logo on my ass and be like, look, like this actually. How happened. much more real can it get? Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's, just, like, that's like uh, tattoo level inception. Yeah, I just want people to know. <laughs> that's pretty awesome, dude. Well, that was ten thousand listens. Um, yeah, we got to figure out a way to. Uh, we got to hit social media a little bit harder. We need some social media interaction from you guys. So if you're watching this. Share, Give us some like, shout outs. Yeah, definitely. Uh, if you're watching it on iTunes or Podbean, a uh, five-star review helps out immensely. Uh, we're trying to uh, spread spread our thoughts to other people. And if you enjoy them, please share them with your friends. In the review section, just write down how you would make a sandwich. Yes, please. Like in, your favorite in, type of in sandwich. Order. Yeah, uh, just express to us the best sandwich we could possibly make. And, I mean, if it sounds good enough, I'm willing to make it on the podcast. Yeah, we could just have a sandwich making podcast. Yeah, we can totally make some sandwiches on this podcast. Or that could be so. something completely different. There's a Mitch Hedberg uh, bit about club sandwiches and how like you have to like it's Subway. It's an exclusive club. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He also had one about but, Subway. I, yeah, I think so. he also had one about donuts. He's like, "Do you want a receipt for this?" Mitch like, Hedberg's one of the greatest yes. fucking <laughs> comedians of all time. Did you know that he used to always wear rose tinted glasses on stage? And he wore them because he had stage fright. And he had yep. so much stage fright early on in his career, he used to go up on stage and turn his back to the crowd so he could yep. get through his bits. And but then he developed, through through doing stand-up and knowing he was good at it, he developed the rose-tinted glasses. Um, he, he did that. And hide. also with the rose-tinted glasses, he yeah. would just close his eyes behind him. Yeah, because his pupils are also small as fuck because he died of a heroin overdose. So he was probably always rocked, which yeah, is insane. Functioning heroin addicts in, in, like, in the history of celebrities. His, no, no. His fucking manager... His manager killed him. You think so? One hundred percent. His manager killed him. He want after he got a rehab. He yeah. wanted to go home and rest. 
And his fucking manager said, listen, dude, you can sell out fucking stadiums right now. We need that money. Wow. And they put him. Same thing happened to fucking Amy Winehouse. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's her true. dad put her straight back up on tour. And she's like, dude, I'm going to get fucked up again. And he's like, but we got this money to make. And, and I, I've watched a couple Amy Winehouse documentaries. I really like her spirit was really unique. And like she like she just had the voice of like a generation. Yeah, she was a pretty that, good singer. Once in a generation, you know, and it amazes me. Also, uh, Janis Joplin. Yeah. You know, like there's been a lot of. But yeah, that's besides the point. I mean, the, I, and I, I'm talking about this coming from a history of heroin use. And it's like. I've never done heroin, people. It like, I don't know. I don't understand like the epidemic gripping. It's it's not just a uh, an American epidemic. It's a global one. I, I I believe at least, but it is at least an international problem. But like, I don't know, man. There's something about that drug that just like hooks you. It hooks you and reels you in like a fisherman, and like 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 a fish hook. Like so. Yeah. So I've heard. I've never done it. It's not worth doing, man. It's worth doing if you're dying. And you're in a lot yeah. of pain. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's Doug Stanhope's joke. Have you heard about... It's not even a joke by Doug Stanhope. He said when he's on his deathbed before he dies, they just want, he wants a fucking full needle of heroin and just hook that shit in. And then he had a joke about Mitch Hedberg dying of a fucking heroin overdose. He's like, he was my... They were real good friends. Yeah. I don't want to give up his bit, but it's, already, course, it's yeah. already on a fucking record like exactly. 15 years yeah. ago. Watch Doug Stanhope. It sounds so much better when he says it. But he said everybody felt sorry for... Uh, Mitch, Mitch Hedberg when he passed away. It's like, oh, he, he must have felt so bad. It must have been so terrible. It's like, that motherfucker died of a heroin overdose. That motherfucker felt great. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's that's uh, the gist of it, too. And that's what, um, that's the, I feel like the only, like one of the only comforts that a loved one could possibly know is that their loved one didn't suffer in their passing if it was due to an opiate-related overdose, right. um, which is a very sad thought, but you it's just very realistic. You just go out, don't you? Yeah, it, 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 it's... Uh, it, in comparison to a very tragic, violent, dismembering kind of insane death. Well, why does that have to be dismembering? I'm just saying that's how bad it could be as well, opposed to... Drowning supposed to be pretty good, too. Drowning? If I... Yeah, I would say I want to die in my well, no, sleep. No, the issue is like drowning. They say like once once you get to a point where you realize like you're drowning and you're not getting oxygen and you're about to die, they, your body releases so many fucking endorphins underneath water. I bet it's a DMT trip right before that. For every, sure. every time that people have to go get divers out of like caves and shit... They say most of them have fucking a fucking ear to ear grin on their face, just smiling. And that's it's near, fucking like, weird. Near death experiences. I think there's something very vocal to be talked about with them because it like, releases DMT. Yeah, like we talked about before, but also like you said, nothing can quite make life so sweet and living it than coming close to losing it. Yeah, I've been in a couple of those situations. And I've, 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 like one time I was driving down to Mad River Mountain, um, <clears throat> and I never understood all the signs that said like you know ice on bridge. You know, it's like yeah. okay, well, so what? But uh, it just so happened that I was, <laughs> I was, uh, <clears throat> I was driving my 1987 Pontiac Fiero, the car I had in high school. It was the first American-made mid-engine car. Yeah. And I only had two had seats. Had a whole lot of traction to it too. Yeah, it was rear-wheel drive. Yeah, it, it doesn't weigh a shit ton. It weighs actually very little. It's, I know that was all jokes. It has no traction at all. Exactly, but it's rear-wheel drive. So I'm driving to Bell Fountain with my snowboard on the back, and I come over this bridge, and there's no traffic behind me or in front of me. I hit this bridge. I do a whole 360 from oh, the shit. right lane to all the way to the left lane in the shoulder. Oh, you got lucky. And I, I landed like it was it was looked like a stunt coordinated 360 on on a bridge. Yeah, it was cool. But I just sat there like that, and like that wasn't near death or anything. But could it have been a different situation for sure? And then yeah, I don't think I've ever had any other near death experiences. How about you? Near death. Well, I've just been like 
Well, I mean, people die from stupid shit. So that car wreck could have turned into something seriously bad. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but besides, um, what actually happened was my inability to control my vehicle as opposed right. to, like you said, um, well, say you go over there. Irresponsible action. Say you go over there, you hit the fucking guardrail, and it bumps into a tree, and a branch comes down and kills you. Yeah, crazy. Like anything like can that, happen yeah. to die. Like, you know what the smallest reported hole for someone dying in is? Like suffocating, face first, falling into a hole. What do you think the smallest one is? Is this like the you only need two inches of water to drown or something? It's four. Four. Four inches is the smallest. It's a trench. Some fat dude went to go look at the trench, make sure it was the, the right depth for. Uh, like doing a inspecting, Inspection, yeah. yeah, and it was raining, and the dude fell in, and he was too big that he couldn't push himself out, and he fucking died there. That's crazy. That's I don't know why it makes me think of that should movie 127 hours or whatever, where the dude gets stuck in between two rocks and yeah. has to like choose like saw his own arm off or something. Yeah, he, well, yeah, in the Grand Canyon. Yeah, but that dude's dude a just, fucking idiot. But that guy just died in four inches of water. That dude did he? I don't know. That's what you just said, right? It was four inches Not of like that inspection. dude. Oh no, the other, uh, yeah, a different dude. Yeah, dude. yeah. That dude's a fucking idiot. Talk, the, like, talk about talk about human comparison. Compare that, those two individuals that and dude's survival a fucking instincts. Idiot, though. The dude like, who cut his see, hand off. That's where I. Told Why are you even going to see the Grand Canyon? It's the stupidest thing ever. If you want to see a hole in the ground, <laughs> I will dig you a hole. I don't know, man. I, I think. Oh, it's a big hole. Get the fuck out of here. It's like I, I've never been there, but I think it would be a majest, a majestic sight to behold for sure. You want to look at a giant fucking hole in the ground. It's not just a hole. It's like, it's history. It's a really it's, long. It's a story. It's a history because people are like, oh, it's a really big it's hole. It's visual history. It's because I didn't have TV <clears throat> and cool shit. They weren't going up the space then. They're like, hey, you want to go look at that giant hole over there? I think, if I'm not mistaken, the Grand Canyon was formed by like river deposits, right? Like rivers running through it over time. Yeah. I'm not sure. I mean, I would imagine that what's happened. Something like that. But I don't know. It's like, it's such a lame name. The for Grand such an awesome Canyon. Thing. Like, what, it's what not is, great though. It's not even grand. That's a good, that's a good bit. I'm calling it. I'm owning it right now. Don't take this bit. What worse name could you call something than what it actually is? Like the cool thing about naming something like your dog is you don't name it dog. You name it something cool. Like dog. We named the Grand Canyon Grand Canyon. Like it, it's the biggest canyon. Come up like Mount. I mean, like you, you Mount Fuji that, is named Mount Fuji. Like Fuji's you can say cool. that anything, Yosemite though. National. Like you, you don't name things big rocks. Well, there, there's there's probably like different sections to the Grand Canyon. Yeah, maybe. Like, you know, uh, you know how we, more you, you know how we, we have like all the big lakes, all the Great Lakes. We call them the Great Lakes. We do, yeah, but, but individually, it's named. individually that's named. True. Like I'm thinking that's how, or I'd hope that's how the fucking. We can name different holes in the ground right, for yeah. fucking idiots to go look at. Humans have like a whole complex about needing to name things. Not only just la- not only like language related, but just naming stuff in general. <coughs> what is it about that? What do you think the first dog's name was, listeners? What the fuck <laughs> is that? What do you mean? The first dog? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like during during wolf domestication. Well, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. We what? saw this thing run at you. What the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was its first name. And it, 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 then it started to respond to that because that's all it heard all the time. Yeah. Just run from town to town. What the fuck is that? <laughs> uh, and it didn't even know it. And lo and behold, the the first dog had its name. Called what but no, the fuck yeah, is like, that? Um, one of the great series on um, Discovery Channel or whatever it was was uh, the the re um, I would call it reboot of the Cosmos series that Neil deGrasse Tyson did. Yeah. Uh, one of the episodes of that uh, he talks about um, 
human domestication <laughs> of dogs and how we domesticated dogs because in the wild they eventually gained enough courage to kind of like ask for our food scraps around fires yeah. and stuff. Yeah, uh, that's they did start coming around, but they were also being like protective to the campsite. That was mm. the other thing. Yeah, the, because the guard dog. Yeah, that's the guard dog. Well, they wouldn't so do anything. Breeds. But like right. if a bear came near or something, the dog would start barking. The the dog, the wolf, would know a lot sooner. Yeah, I just saw some crazy camping footage of someone unzipping their tent, and there was a bear right there. I was like, I would piss my pants. Bro. No, they probably already did. Yeah, but I wouldn't like leave the camera recording. I would like I don't even know what people I would are do. fucking idiots. It's crazy. I but I want to go camping where there are bears. I think to get eaten. <laughs> no, but you can't. You don't plan for a bear attack. Unless like you're like that guy who lived with bears or the guy who bred lions that we talked about, like you, you, you. A lot of people at like ask for the animal shit that happens to them. I just want to go camping. I don't want. I'm not asking for a bear attack. Okay, you got a point. <laughs> you right there, bro. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. <coughs> like most of the time. Good. I don't even know. <laughs> My fucking voice is fucked up. Go ahead. I know, right? Um. I don't know. Let's uh, let's uh, get into our first segment. I think let's let's get our weekly segment. Like, I- I'm glad. I like how we opened the episode this time because, like, one thing we were talking about, listeners, uh, and we would love you guys to chime in on this is we were talking about kind of changing up the format of how the episode works. Right, um, and it was going good. It was like right until that point, and it was like nose dive. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, but yeah, we think um, like the weekly segments are fun, but really, uh, myself at least, I don't know about Brandon, I feel like every week I'm just going through and picking articles to talk about, which comes up with organic, good organic conversation. Right. But I like how we just opened the podcast there and kind of kind of talked about different things. I don't things. even think we need to bring up the fact that our names or that it's a show. Yeah. Already know it's a what show. I think we should say, we should have, instead of introducing ourselves every time, because... You, Talking back and forth, people will eventually uh, know our names. Right. But we should uh, come up with a motto at the beginning. Right. Like, uh, fucking bitches. Yeah. Time to have some time to, if you smoke them, if you got them. Time to smoke them, if you got them. You know, something like that. I don't know. Well, yeah, fuck bitches, get money. We'll, we'll figure out something. Yeah. If you have any ideas for a slogan, that'd be a really awesome for a fan submitted slogan. We would love to have a catchphrase at the beginning of our episodes. Right. So tweet us that or Instagram or uh, Gmail, uh, Joker and the Smoker at gmail.com. Facebook page. I need to go through and uh, do do the thing I've never done and said I would never do, which is mass spam invite all of my friends on Facebook to a page. But, so they can hear hey, that. that's life. I like wieners. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they're going to hear you say. I talk about it enough. People go wonder anyway. It's so funny, though, that you brought that up because the first time, like the first time we met, we were talking about doing this. He was like, I got to tell you right now, I think I'm about... 10 to 40 percent gay i think those, those might have been the percentages it was, yeah. and it's funny you say that because chris delia has a part of his podcast one of the bits he's like everybody is a little bit gay and it's like the percentage of gay you are it's just it's really funny to think about because i really do believe the same thing i think dicks are funny i think i think that's my issue my whole thing is if you as a person don't look in the mirror and not get turned on by yourself but one per a person should be motivated to be attracted to themselves kind right. of like not not as much as the autosexual woman who yeah. married herself but you know it's okay to be a little vain be a little vain and and be you know it's okay to be turned on by yourself if you're a dude that doesn't mean that you like dudes but how can how can you can even stick a finger in your ass bro how you can, can like that that doesn't mean you're gay how hey if poop comes out something can go in right well 
I guess. But a like, finger if at you're most. just think about it on on the most basic level, if women are attracted to men for their masculine features and men are attracted to women for their feminine features, the strongest of those characteristics, how could there not be a possibility that the same sex could be related to those ultimate characteristics? Right. And another the other uh, philosophical thought I've come to lately is in regards to religion. If you do believe it philosophically, you have to believe in the ultimate maker as the creator. So life is only possible to be reproduced by male and female, but fucking a man only has the semen. A woman only has the egg together. It creates something more. But in my opinion, the giving force of life is feminine, but in order to even have it, that force has to be penetrated. So I think there's, I think the word penetration is really special that I've talked about, and it's a funny word because I think there is a penetrating energy and force involved in attraction in general. Everything really comes down to masculine energy, which is all straight lines, and curved right. lines are feminine energy. Right. And that's a, that's a whole philosophical if rant I can get off on. Can penetrate them curved lines. And then you can, uh, but the, then but you guess, can penetrate her vagina. But guess what? Straight lines look good with straight lines, and, and curved lines look good with curved the lines. The sperm can penetrate the uterus, and then. It'll penetrate the egg. And hey, dude, I got a little questions. bit of magical alchemy. Okay, I brought this up a long time ago, and people might get mad at me because time's changed, but I don't give a fuck. Fuck PC culture. Right. How do you think that uh, retarded babies are a thing? Like, are first, thing? yeah, first off, they can't even fucking walk straight. How can they swim straight? Oh, retard sperm. <laughs> hey, that's. Um... That's a. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't ever experienced humor Ooh. that deep. Ooh. Ooh. That makes me laugh. <clears throat> I have thought about like, is it is it actually the sperm that's bad, I would or think is it? So. The, I think it's sour. Sperm. I think it's milk I, goes bad. Eggs I don't. think it's involved. Eggs turn into chickens. Yeah. Milk goes bad. It comes back to the whole argument uh, that abortion is over, which is when is an embryo into a fetus into a human? It's My like mom should be 27 during, years sometime old. Sometime during conception, there's cellular... What? <laughs> she, she can kill me now, technically. <laughs> but like sometime sometime during the cellular process, I think... Like that's the whole thing. Like, like, you know, mitosis, I think cell division. Like, in creating the cells that are involved in creating life, I think something just goes wrong. Just like if you're transferring USB data from a hard drive, the file gets corrupted. Like Sometimes. I think the DNA, the cellular file, gets corrupted. And oh, so you blame it all <clears throat> on the woman? No, not at all. Did you know women used to get killed in medieval times or like other times because they were the ones that were blamed if a a a, a different sex child was born than expected when really uh, it is the male sperm that determines yeah, I, I knew that i, knew I that. think I, I yeah um because king arthur king george didn't he kill like 18 of his wives because he kept having girls it might be uh, yeah still some kind of story like that that may be what i'm thinking of too but that's interesting to me because that comes back to like the penetrating force of life man like that blade will cut your yeah. neck off if you don't give me a baby boy it'll penetrate that <laughs> neck skin but uh and then i'll penetrate your sister Oh my gosh. It's medieval time, bro. We just but, take. <coughs> to round that weird conversation off. We just take. Be attracted to yourself and don't be afraid to be attracted to same sexes because that's natural. Yeah. If you can't identify a good looking guy or a good looking woman woman as a woman or a man, you have no baseline for attraction and you need to establish that so you can work on yourself because 
you know, nobody, do whatever the fuck nobody you want, wants people. to look in the mirror and be like, I look like shit and hate being alive. Yeah, that sucks. That's where you don't want to be. Yeah. Do whatever the fuck you want, people. Yeah. I'm not trying to tell you what to do, but do listen to this podcast. I'm trying to tell you what to do. Listen to this podcast. Yeah. He's trying to enlighten you. I'm just trying to tell dick jokes. <laughs> and you're good at it. So, but the first t- today. Thanks, man. You're That's gonna, a compliment. And the, the, this first segment of yours involves dicks and. I just read this and it's fucking outrageous. It, does, it doesn't really deal with dicks, but a dick was involved in the beginning of the process because apparently a Texas woman gave birth to sex tuplets in nine minutes, bro. 4.50 a.m. to 4.59. 9, 18, 54. I think that's 540 seconds. Bam, 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 bam. Just popping them out. Brrr. She's like an ATM, bro. I think, yeah, it has... Uh, it took her nine months to get all that together, and then she was like, you know what? These are going to be like dollar she bills. She gave birth to six babies <laughs> in the span of nine minutes. Yeah. So uh, two sets of twin boys yep, and one and, set of yep, twin girls yep. delivered between 4.50 a.m. and 4.59. That's what I just said. That's like a Pez dispenser, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Bop, 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 bop. And it says they ranged in pound from one, one pound, 12 ounces, which is insane. Which, but that... One pound, people, is 16 ounces. But they're, so they're this, all healthy. So this child was almost two pounds. They're all healthy. They're go all receiving up, treatment. Go pick up like two. Let's and see. This, is ve- this is very common. It's very common. The drink that I'm drinking is 16 fluid ounces. It's like a monster can or whatever. It, go pick up two monster cans. That's how big this baby was. It, two it, pounds. It's very common for them to be that way. And it's very common if for there them are that many, yeah, the to deliver drink. early because of that fact. How much did you weigh when you were born? Dude, I don't know. What? How do you not know? I, I, I recently, this chick I've been talking to, she's into like uh, astrology and horoscopes and stuff. Yeah. I was born August 20th, 1991 at 4.31 p.m. And Dude, that's great. I just heard a report that a lot of homos were born at that time. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot a report? Hey, I forgot about that. But no, I was 10 pounds, one ounce, which is a pretty big baby. One. Dude. Yeah. I was a big old baby. Dude. No so one could even pick I've you only up. Kn- I've only known or like heard of a couple other babies being born bigger than that. that of people that Holy I've actually met. Holy shit. Yeah. You ever hear about that Chinese woman who had a baby but didn't have a baby and it calcified in her uterus for That's... 60 years? Oh, God. And then she went to the hospital and was like, I got a stomach pain. And they were like, well, let's check Came it out Came out here. like a kidney stone? And then next thing you know, yeah, it's just a calcified fetus. And I think that, yeah. I think she was that's... so broke back in the day that she couldn't afford it. I think, yeah, so... it, when that happens during... Um... The I guess that's a typical like that's a side of one one um, I thought drastic baby, side I effect thought the of possible came out possible I didn't think you miscarriages. Keep it right? up in there. It's it has to do with the way the like the feminine menstrual cycle sheds the internal, you know. But it components. just kept it in there, and it didn't. How'd you yeah. not feel that? You you don't feel some of the shit that's in your. How body far is about, the uterus Do you away feel from your vagina? shit in your body before it comes out your butthole? No, but how far? No, but I do afterwards. I feel lighter. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But you don't feel it inside of you that until you true. feel it coming out. That is true. Uh, I far, believe I, women. I don't have a vagina. I'm not trying to speak for you. I how think far that's is the uterus from the vagina. But women, I think they women. I think do are extremely in tune with their menstrual cycles and how it discharges from their body because that's. You know, we don't have as men. We don't have any kind of except for shitting and and pissing. We don't have any kind of bodily fluid function, function yeah, compared yeah. to that, which is yeah. odd. Especially men like I couldn't try. I couldn't ejaculate nine t- six six tuplets in nine minutes. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't ejaculate six times in nine minutes. Let alone pop out six babies in. Nine Wait, minutes. who's ejaculate? No one's ejaculating. Babies are coming out. I'm saying, yeah, I know. Like that's <laughs> it. <laughs> She's popping babies out. Thought- I'm popping semen out. Come dump time. Woo, woo. 
That's going to be new. We need a soundboard. Cut the screen. Edit for a dumpster. <laughs> we, that's what we need a soundboard for cum dump time. Cum dump time. Whenever someone brings up cum. It's disgusting. I bring up cum dump. Come dump. Nope, not talking about it anymore. <laughs> so I would like to talk about something that's really, really dope in my mind. Okay. Okay. I think about certain things. Like over the weekend, I tried to start this lame painting, um, and it came out kind of, kind of cool though. I'm gonna make sure that the lighting's okay before I talk. It was a little dark last time. Yeah, I'll turn on the lights. I would, I would turn on this light because it was real dark last time. Real dark on the video. Bop, bop. But I'm still here with you, people. Son of a bitch. We need a little bit of light. We need something. We got a light on that side, maybe? I can keep talking. Hello, people. Sooner or later, we're going to figure this all out. And we're going to be set up. We need to get stage lights next. Can we mount stage lights over there on those two walls? We're going to do it, people. We're going to mount stage lights. I'm just going to bring them to his house. And we're going to fucking put them up. And I don't give a fuck what he says. Fuck it. Uh, people, you need to like this. Okay, so this, podcast. this next segment. Okay, guys, we're still figuring it out. We don't need to get a camera. We stepped yeah. up in the microphone world thanks to this guy. And I got, a, I got my income tax coming soon. I'm thinking camera may be in the biz, but I need one of these things. We're, we're, we're learning, guys. We're learning. But this segment. All right. I was painting over the weekend. And I was mixing together these oil paints and my mind went to like this documentary I saw like back in old days before you could go buy paints at the store, you had to actually make the paint if you were a painter, right? So like you had to gather certain pigments from different parts of the world Yeah. and like there are resources that are only available in certain parts of the world and I find that extremely interesting because I find that that involves like Asian pussies. That involves Asian pussies only found in Asia. Unless they immigrate, just like we're all immigrants. Um, well, back in the day, you know they weren't moving around. They were. They've been moving around, bro. Well, you no, you no. <laughs> you said back in the day they had to like import shit just to get certain colors. Yeah, trade routes and stuff. So like, back then, like you, you'd be rare to get you an Asian one. But you would have to go maybe to Asia. Asian people, but not Asian goods. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> what I'm saying is this article says. Um, and it's always been it's it's a human thing to want to be buried with something or like, like Egyptians like people are buried with certain things that they love like. I don't think that's true. I think the people at the funeral home steal that shit. I think yeah. I, Why I was, would you be I was, buried with it? I was, they never open that box again. You know, a lot of rappers talk about like bury me with a hundred hundred thousand or something. Like anyone who's ever asked to be buried with their money has definitely not got buried with their money. And maybe, maybe not like, all of it. Yeah, it's odd to think about like. You can't spend it when you leave, so you might as well spend it while you're here. But um, especially, don't fucking take it. Give that shit to somebody. There have been all kinds of stories for millennia about tomb sites, like caskets, what people are found buried with, whether it be in their casket or dying, gripping, holding onto, whether it be a person or an object. And this article says there were beads found in a three thousand four hundred year old Nordic grave. And they those beads were made by King Tut's glassmaker. How do they know it's King Tut's glassmaker? Yeah, that's fucking because, insane, though. Because it's cobalt glass found in Scandinavian oh, Bronze Age tombs reveal trade connections between Egyptians and Mesopotamia 3,400 oh, years ago. Oh, shit. So, so the were taking it. What, what do Mesopotamian people look like? Uh, Mesopotamia, I think, is like... Um, 
Egypt, Egypt in that area b- oh, okay. before it was Iran and all that. Oh, okay. I think I believe I need to so fact Middle check East. that. Yeah, sorry if we sound stupid. Um, we are. Um, so, but the, yeah, but these glass beads were found in Danish Bronze Age burials, uh, dating thirty four hundred years. They turn out to have come from ancient Egypt, and uh, the, the workshop that made the blue beads buried with the famous King Tut. Oh, wait, no, no, excuse me, I worded that wrong. So they were found out to have come from Egypt and they were happened to have come from the workshop that made the beads that were found with King Tut's burial. Oh, shit. So that's how they knew that they were made by King Tut's glassmaker. And uh, one of the things that I am deeply fascinated with, if you know me personally, uh, yeah, if anyone knows me personally, I've told them that one of my life passions to learn if I die tomorrow, I'll feel unfulfilled because I haven't learned how to blow glass yet. I think glass blowing is one of the most magical alchemical processes that humans have figured out how to do you got the first step down right that's why i love this you got the first step down right what's the first step i don't know you master blowing (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna give you that one bro it it was a low-hanging fruit it was there man it was just there everybody's gotta eat (laughs) but yeah so i think that's really cool so 23 of the glass beads um, were blue and uh, blue was a rare color in ancient times. And if you're familiar with any kind of histories blue. of color, um, like India is known for like like crazy. Um, for real, I didn't even know there was a history of colors. I thought just the colors were here. Yeah, imagine never being. Ne- imagine not speak like you've you you don't realize that you've only been exposed to color through media and print and technology. Before there was all this around, the only colors that you experienced were nature-based, which was right. a lot of green, sky is blue, but different rocks and minerals are all kinds of different colors and stuff. And that's what's amazing because I gotta look it's up the history ha- of blue. Yeah, it's hard to find certain colors in certain elements or like certain nature organic settings. And right. blue, for some reason, is one of them, especially when it comes down to like glassware and stuff. Yeah. If you know about glass blowing at all, coloring it is part of the process because glass by default is just sand melted at a high temperature exactly it's cool people yeah you have more glass blowing stuff in your house than you realize and chances are it was made by a person not a machine maybe unless they're like mason jars and stuff right that's the cool thing about it all right let's go to the next one next segment i want to talk to you about a holiday that just passed it was saint patty's day i got really fucked up and I needed to talk. No, it was great. Okay. I need to talk about Mr. St. Patrick, the dude that we celebrate and get drunk on. Correct me if I'm wrong. Let me take a stab at this. Did St. Patrick's Day have something something to do with a holiday involving snakes? Uh, not that I know of. It deals like snakes with, being driven out of Ireland or something? It deals with the patrons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The patron saint did something like that. He like, drove I I think something. I think that's a fairy tale. I'm just here to talk to you about the dude, Mr. Patrick. Mr. St. Patrick. Yeah. So tell me about him. Who is he? Well, you think he's an Ireland man, right? He was born in Britain around yeah. 390 yeah. AD. Yeah. Listen to this. His name was some weird thing. All right. I'm not even going to say the first name because I can't pronounce it. But I Mayowin will pronounce Sukat. Sukat. I like that. So we're going to call him Sukat. All right. So Sukat. From Ireland. No, uh, no from no, no, Britain. No, 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 yeah. he, he, he became the patron saint of Ireland. Yeah. But he was born in Britain in 398. And his name wasn't even Patrick. He got kidnapped. He got enslaved to work on some fucking uh, potato farms, picking some potatoes. 
And he was like, hmm, I'm going to get religious because I ain't religious. So he wasn't even religious to begin with. You know what I'm saying? So then he heard some voices in his head because he went crazy because he listened to some fairy tale bullshit in some books, right? Okay. So then he's like, oh, we got to go back home. So he goes back home, right? He goes back to Britain. He sneaks away. Okay. That's all fanned in, don't you think? Right. So then he goes and gets ordained. He's like, I'm a minister now. I found a religion, right? Okay. So then these voices come back in his head and they're like, yo, you got to go back to Ireland. You know that place where they, you know, kidnapped you and made you be a slave? You got to go back there. And he's like, fucking sounds good. My name's Patrick now. They ain't even going to remember me. Yeah, I'm ordained minister now. Yeah, so he goes there. Ireland, they were all pagan. So he's walking around. He's like, hey, uh, you guys should be Catholic. You guys Christian, need to follow yeah. it. Christian. And you guys need to do this. And you guys need to do that. And the pagan the uh, royalty was like, bro, we're pagans. Get the fuck out of here. And they beat him. And they put him in prison. Dude's a fucking idiot. As a pagan savage would. Dude's a fucking idiot. He yeah. finds religious. He gets away and comes back and gets beaten. Then he dies. Everybody forgets about him. And then they, you know. Same Ireland, America. Ireland becomes you why know, do we Christian. celebrate it I don't know I don't give a fuck because fuck why why else would we need a holiday to get drunk yeah we need another holiday we need another reason it's probably because you know that big time when all them Ireland people came over it probably grew from that all they God, probably all celebrated the kinds of people it came over you know what I'm saying like right. why, why do why do we celebrate Cinco de Mayo in America because there's Mexicans here you know there were people who were on the west coast before like of California sailing before there were people landing on the east coast Sailing? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, th- I think people were now. Na- I think there were there were ships navigating the waters off the California coast before Columbus came would- over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which he didn't really come over first. I don't think. No, there was plenty of people that came over beforehand. All the textbooks are wrong, people. You were taught history wrong. Yeah, but I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. What's crazy to me is we learned different. We learned different history than our parents learned. Right. And people in school right now are learning different history than yeah. we learned. So we're gonna say a bunch <clears> of nonsense. And there are people in the age con- groups that listen to this are gonna be like, "What the fuck are yeah. these people talking about?" <laughs> Someone hit me up. Shout out to Evan if you're watching this. Um, this dude sent me a screenshot. He's like, some of the suggestions for your podcast are weird. And they really were like, this is like the YouTube, uh, suggestions for you clips. They were like some weird, like kid stuff. And I don't know. This is funny. So shout out to Evan. If you're watching. Oh, make sure you're hitting that fucking adult only button. Also. Yeah. If you can subscribe to us on YouTube, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be um, great. The joke in the smoke. Everyone says, if you hit the bell, you get notified when we do an upload. So if you're into that. Um, but yeah, subscriptions are really awesome. That is not what a bell sounds like, by the way. That's not what a bell sounds like. I, um, I'm bad at sounds, people. All right. No, yeah, that's that's a really interesting story about uh, St. Patrick's Day. Hey, guess the sound. Chugga 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 choo choo chugga chugga chugga. What sound is that? That's a choo choo train. No, it's a car. Can't believe you didn't get that. I'm bad at sounds. Get it? <laughs> it's a play on the joke. Oh, <laughs> bad at sounds. Gotcha. Okay, I want to read this quote real quick just because from St. Patrick. I used to stay out in the forest and on the mountain and I would wake up before daylight to pray in the snow, in icy coldness, in rain. And I used to feel neither ill nor any slothfulness because as I now see, the spirit was burning in me at the time. Pow. That's awesome. It's because he's hearing insane voices in his head. Dude. Back to my DMT experience, dude. People throughout history have had mystical experiences unexplainably ordained to them that they cannot explain and others cannot understand. For example, look up Terrence McKenna and his story of the shoe stone. There was a shoe stone. there was a man, yeah, the shoe stone. There was there, I forget his name, but he he created the instruments that the guy I told you who was sailing on the coast yeah. of California. Yeah. He th- this this guy was the first dude to create the instruments 
that were able to be given to uh, sea navigators, sailors, yeah. to navigate themselves wherever they needed to be anywhere on the globe. Like That Damn. technology was developed by this guy, and he was given this technology in his garden one day by an angel. It's an obsidian rock. It's called the shoe stone. Look up this fucking shit. It's, it's insane. What I'm getting at is... Wait, he found a rock and said an angel gave it to him? I don't know. It could have just been a rock in the fucking ground. But there's no... No, in that part of England where he lived, there's no way he could have gotten this type of rock and obsidian. It's okay, not so then he's a bullshit artist. He got a rock somewhere else okay. and he's like, listen to There's speculation people. about that. But what I'm saying is, getting back to my point, there are inexplicable experiences in society... Uh, one being St. Patrick, one being the the shoe stone. And no, there's a big right? difference. There's a big difference. St. Patty, St. Patty is hearing voices. Your no. dude found a rock. But one's make believe, and the other one no. is a physical object that he probably just no, bullshitted. What did this guy do though? What are you saying? This guy did. He turned religious and came back and tried to spread Christianity across uh, yeah, so Ireland, you're just saying this guy was and they dumb. killed him. So yeah, that, he's an idiot. That guy's as dumb as the rock finding guy, though. No, the rock finding guy's a good bullshit artist because he is, made you, you believe in an angel gave him a what rock. What I'm saying is, depending on how many voices you hear in your head, you may need to see a doctor about multiple personality disorder and or schizophrenia, or you could really be receiving divine intervention from whatever you feel your guiding forces are. Right. I just did a psychology test, actually. A psych test. Make sure I wasn't, you, you know, psycho? a psychopath. I got... People exhibit more psychopathic tendencies than they think. I got nine points. Out of what? Forty. <laughs> the higher, the worse? Yeah. Okay, that's not bad. Well, no, they just like, you're not crazy. You're just an asshole. <coughs> I said, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I didn't need a test to tell me that. I concur. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, yeah, that's a cool, uh, that's a National Geographic article. Uh, all these links, uh, articles that we're talking about will be linked down below in the YouTube or Podbean description or iTunes. Uh, we'll be on Google Play soon. I know we've oh, been no. saying that for a while. Yeah, no, we'll get on there. Facebook. No, uh, this next article has to do with, uh, it's off BBC News. Remember a few weeks ago I was talking about that international um, global day. That, that lady. Yeah, the, 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 girl. the 16-year-old who yeah, was there, the yeah, on the 15th. Today's the 18th we're recording this. On the 15th, there was a global pretty much school walkout of yeah. the youth around the world uh, uniting to hold the adults accountable in administration. Get their ass out there and clean up some fucking garbage. I'm sure they would be more willing to if someone put them up to it than most adults. But this article just kind of makes me sad. Um, I uh, A girl I went to school with, she is in, involved in a marine aquatic kind of career. So That's pretty cool. It really is. And, um, you know, I've only been to the ocean a few times. I really would love to go to scuba diving or whatever. But one of the mysterious things in life, along with people being told that they have voices in their head, is whales beaching themselves and that's yeah. really really odd um but i don't know if this whale uh yeah this 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 is actually a dead whale that washed up in the philippines oh no and it had 40 kilograms of plastic in its stomach oh he was cleaning up the world for us people <laughs> yeah he was he our, died for our health he's just our aquatic dumpster <laughs> he's our friend no um, he fucked up he brought it back to the earth he's supposed to digest it and poop out good here's what's fucked shit. up bro here's what's fucked up that whale died because, arguably because of what was in its stomach. That whale died, washed up on shore. The whale itself will decompose and return back to this earth. Yeah, that's what the I'm saying. The contents of plastic that's in its stomach that's gonna be will around. remain here still. Yeah. So this guy's just an asshole. And contribute more. And it just amazes me that, like, 
Oh, I'm gonna clean up the ocean. And I then told he my dies, yeah. and now all the I plastic's t- back in the ocean. I told my mom recently, I don't want to be buried in a casket. I want, I, I want to be like buried in the earth. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I want, I want my body to decompose back into the earth. I want to return l- its elements ow. to where, out of where, it, which it came from. I want to. I l- think it's pointless to let a body decompose inside of a box in the ground. I be- want a legit Viking burial. That would be epic, but see, I, 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 I'm not familiar with the Viking burial after the arrow gets put on. Like, do you just sail down a river until the we're river already, stops? You're already dead. I imagine maybe it's yeah, maybe it's like a river outlet, a river delta to yeah, the ocean. Yeah, that's usually what it was. But you're already dead, so you're just chilling. That boat does whatever the fuck it wants. I told you that one DMT experience. I wasn't if you fill the it up jade with casket. If you fill it up with a bunch of gas, like the poor they gas on the gas, boat, bro. They had some. They had they had whale blubber that burned fast. Fine. That's fat. It, yeah, it burns candles, but I don't know. I'm not. I'm not particularly familiar with uh, when the element of flames were spread across the global horizons. You know, like yeah. I, that's a that's an interesting history question. Like everyone talks about fire being discovered, but when was it discovered? Like, when, what what are the first reports of this magical fire? Yeah, when it happened. Uh, we'll bring it to you. We'll bring so, it to you. Yeah, on it's the next episode. Maybe, yeah. If you're a pyromaniac, let us know because we want to talk about some fire. But also, people, stop, stop, like, stop littering and start recycling. Start consciously thinking about your carbon footprint, please. Because go see the ocean, go whale watching. Just go involve yourself in nature in a way that you can experience it, so you can care more about taking care of it. Please. I agree. I appreciate Nature's that. Nature's beautiful. It, it really is, and, and we have to. If we don't, if we don't collectively act now, there really won't be. This planet will not be any kind of the same, or even a livable condition for the generations after us. And I don't have kids. I know some of you watching might. And think about it: if you have kids here in about ten years, they're going to be in a position to have kids. Probably <laughs> it's already kind of asshole. weird. You know? Ten years. If your kids are, full, you know, five yeah. or six or seven, what? that's going to be seventeen, five? eighteen. It's weird, dude. 15 years old, people are having kids? Our parents' generation, it was like expected to have kids and a couple kids by 21, you know? Not this That's, guy. It, it's changed over time. Our generation, they, oh, dude, here's, here's a fun fact of the episode for you. There are more now and only now is unique because population based on the planet. If the facts I've been told are true, there are more young people on the planet now than there are old people and that's not happened in a very long time okay which or maybe vice versa i believe it's vice i need versa. to check those facts it's vice versa because i read the same study okay. there's more old people and it doesn't look like it's going to return because younger like the younger, younger people aren't having as many, aren't having as many yeah. kids so for the first time in a long time the birth the birth rate yeah. is now lower than that's why we need been. to put in a fucking voting like age limit it's one for 18. We need one for fucking 67-year-old dementia grandma coming down to fucking vote. Yeah. And if your mom, if your grandma has dementia, just give her a piece of paper. You don't even need to upload that, man. I got this up <laughs> in my head. So over the weekend, there was a UFC fight in London. Oh, yeah. It was Jorge Masvidal. London, not London, Ohio, where we're no, from. No, no, no. London, England. Okay. It was Jorge Masvidal versus okay. Darren Till. Uh, Darren Till is a real good stand-up artist. Jorge Masvidal, he's a brawler. He first got famous off of a YouTube video okay. on uh, Kimbo Slice. He beat up Kimbo Slice's protege, Ray, in one of those videos. Fought him twice. Kimbo used to be the bomb. Beat him twice. Okay. Yeah, Kimbo's dead now. Rest in peace. Uh, uh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Uh, Talk about anyways, anyways. Uh, so, 
Jorge Masvidal is just a fucking dog willing okay. to stand and bang. And Dar- Darren Till is a Muay Thai stand-up expert. Okay. I'm a fucking Darren Till got his ass. What's the weight class? Beat one, uh, about to weight, 185. Okay. So uh, what happens is uh, they're standing up. Fucking Jorge Masvidal throws a faint right, switches his feet, puts left leg out in front, comes around with a fucking huge haymaker left, yeah. and fucking hit. Connects just on the chin. Darren Till goes out on his feet, stiff as a board, standing up. And uh, George George Masvidal beats him, hits him three more times. On the like going down. No, before he goes down. Like he's out that long. Those quick reflexes. Yeah. Do, 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 do. So then that all happens. And then Jorge has a... And then some other guy fights. Leon Edwards fights Gunnar Nelson, also in welterweight. That night, Leon Edwards wins. Okay. So after the fight, right? After everything's done. Yeah. Jorge is getting an interview. And then Leon Edwards, a black welterweight fighter who also won, starts take, talking shit. So then Jorge... Outside the cage? Yeah. Like, they're in the back. Okay. Like, just where normal people are walking. Right, yeah. So Jorge's like, I don't play... Like, Jorge does not play that shit. He grew yeah, up in Miami. Not at all, yeah. So Jorge decides he's going to walk over there and say, say it to my face. We, we can discuss this. And puts his hands behind his back and walks over there. So no threat at all, right? Right. And then Leon Edwards just, like, comes walking over and he puts his hands up in front of his face and says something. And Jorge hits him with a fucking three-piece. Busts his fucking eye open at Leon oh Edwards' eye gosh. open. This is the dude outside the ring. No, yeah, this is after the fight. So this is, this is after the pay per view. This is similar to the McGregor out brawl. No, 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 not the McGregor. It, it, it after, yeah, after Khabib, the fight Khabib. Where, yeah, Khabib, yeah. No, this is like thirty minutes afterwards, getting interviewed. Oh wow. Yeah, in the back, like he changes all the shit. Yeah, we gotta check this. And out. he hits him. He hits him with a three piece. Leon Edwards doesn't hit him with shit. Mm, of and now that's probably gonna be the next he was big just fight. Talking that shit. Yeah, but Jorge don't play that game, and Damn. I think everybody need. I think everybody needs to live like Jorge does. If you talk to- shit, get hit, and I don't think you yeah. need to go punch people. I think you need to live from the other perspective, where if you do talk shit, you're gonna get punched in the mouth. I yeah. think it should be legal. If you're talking shit, you if you talk mad shit, I think hit, people yeah. should be allowed to just give you one. I agree with that. Yeah. If you're you, talking you get, mad shit, yeah, you get what you, you get what you deserve. You know. Like, yeah. I don't know, but people act so ignorant nowadays. Yeah, I know. And that's why I think they need to. And that's why you can't go around talk shit. Everybody because but then, but these guys are professional fighters, so no charges are getting pressed or anything. They're like, we'll settle it in the fucking octagon. Yes, he's getting a bad rap and all that shit, man. No, like, it's not. Again, it's this not is really, what I love. You have to, you have to really like pull it into real, like from a realistic aspect. These men are brutal. Like these men train every day to beat other men. Yeah, ass. look what they do for a living. Yeah, like like every no now, wonder. every now and then, you will get a martial artist, a true martial artist, came from. Like a good background, right? Because I mean, it would be a wealthy background. Yeah. Because martial arts is not really a cheap thing to get into. No, not at all. For a kid or anything, so you do get those people who have like all the utmost respect, like the Bruce Lee. Like respect comes first, exactly. all that. And yeah, a lot, a lot of people come uh, like that. Well, a decent amount of people come like that. Especially other parts of the world, they respect martial arts a lot. Yeah. a lot. They have a lot, a longer history of martial arts. Other people, uh, there's other people who are just good at fighting. Like, that's what they do, and they yeah. can get paid good money. <laughs> Nick Diaz, Nate Diaz, they are good at fighting. I'm ready for Conor McGregor and Nate Diaz again. Nate Diaz 3. Yeah. That'd be dope. That's Nate Diaz all day. I, um, Nate Diaz my, all my day. My timer stops, so I'm going to check our time real quick. All right. So boop, 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 boop. All right, we got, like, we got enough time for this ending thing right now. All right. We got, like, what do you end on? <laughs> We're going to end on... I want to talk about daily routines. Okay. Because I think they're super important. All right. Um, 
I have a piss poor daily routine. Oh no, guinea pig Brando. So I ran 18 miles oh in my two gosh, days. Yeah. Uh, it was the worst thing ever. I'm done with that. That's 21 in a week. I ran three miles on Monday. This guy really did it. Didn't run shit until Friday. Ran nine miles on Friday, then nine miles Saturday morning, and then passed the fuck out did again. Did you post it to Instagram? I forgot to post the second day, but I sent it to you, yeah, and you, you saw did. it. I'll post the second one, but I did it all in a fucking week on Saturday. This week, to get this is perfect to go inside with fucking daily routines. Okay. Routines. I want to be in my bed at 10.30, like laying in my bed, ready for bed. Because right now, I'm not going to bed until 1. Dude, get some melatonin. Melatonin? Melatonin. Yeah. And here's what you have to do. Here's the important part of the whole process. Cut off all the lights. I like to listen to audiobooks when I fall asleep yeah. because it gives my ears stimulation. And a lot of people like like myself, I used to watch TV and fall asleep. That's what TV. I do. By leaving the TV on, you emit so much light into your room that it prevents your brain from, from producing melatonin because your well, brain... Well, what if I turn the brightness all the way down? Your brain gets cued to start light, producing melatonin right. when all the light sources are cut off. So by just having any lights on in the room, no matter how dim or bright they are, I, I you know I keep this the faintest light on. I just got a red light on to even right. reduce even more light. But and and I even bought I have a sleep mask too because it's so important when you are ready to go to sleep to be able to initiate your body into a sleep sequence. And that's a part of why I'm talking about daily routine because for the last three days I myself I've managed to wake myself up before my alarm. Nice. On purpose, like, nice. and I've gotten a good amount of sleep, so that's really crucial for me because I'm so bad at staying up late. So this week, unless I'm uploading something for the podcast or doing stand doing up, something late, yeah, I will be in bed at ten thirty. That's uh, I think I'm gonna go for like midnight, maybe. I'll I'll go along with you, but I don't know, maybe like two, like not really. I don't know. It just depends on. I have a normal day job. I don't know what the fuck you do. That's right. Yeah. See, dude, I'm really weird. I can operate off of like four to six hours of sleep, or six to eight, or three to five. But I can't do like I can do like four days of three to five hours. Yeah. But until I until my body needs to catch back up. But I think it's important to be able to exercise the like your time awake and and not. Yeah. And like you said, life demands different scenarios. And different so what scenarios what else you do you? What, what, what's, what's your wake up plan? What time do you want to wake more up? More important each than my wake up plan is. I mean, will you take me through the day real quick. Yeah, my like like I, more than like daily routines are set. I want to know from the listeners what is your favorite part of the day, All and right. whether it's whether it's waking up, whether it's getting off work, whether it's lunch at work, whether yeah. it's getting home from work, whether it's getting dinner after work. Let me know your favorite part of the day is getting dressed for work. Like, think about what part of the day you always enjoy and make that, make like focus on it because the more parts of your day that you enjoy, the better mood you'll be in. Right. The, the, you know, when you, when you build them into your routine. So, like, and then contrast it and think about the parts of the day that you hate. Well, if you can identify those, oh, I always get in a bad mood when this thing happens at work, or I always get in a bad mood when there's traffic on the way home from work. Well, one solution is that is try to find a back way home. If you if you get off early, there's no traffic on the freeway, but if you get off during rush hour, check the back way. If 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 some of your frustration stems from traffic, you know? So try and identify favorite parts of your day, cap, you know, um and, and emphasize those. Focus on the negative parts of your day and Identify those to prevent them. See if there's any solutions to them. Work them into your routines and just challenge yourself to say, you know, you don't have to write it down or anything, but ask, your, your, ask your yourself, favorite? do I have a healthy daily routine? What's your favorite part of the day? 
my favorite part of the day is getting home from work and unwinding. Cause like lately I, if I wake up early enough, I'm really bad at waking up early, but if I wake up early enough, like I have the past few days, I will make my bed when I wake up, but I like getting home from work. And as soon as I get off work, I like to go get food and I like to come home with my food. And I normally don't eat it as soon as I get home. I get home and normally like tidy up my room a little bit and I'll make my bed if I didn't in the morning. Yeah. Um, but that's my favorite part of the day is decompressing the thoughts of my last eight or 10 hours. Like I love going through like uh, not intensive experiences, but whether it be work or whether it be an outing or whether it be traveling, I love experiencing something in as a chunk and then getting my solitude shortly after to process all those things. I love decompressing because that is truly my data processing stage. It allows me to retrospect my thoughts and look inwardly and see what I've learned. What did I waste my time? Who was there? You know, ask yourself all those questions. So that's been vital to my daily routine is I've, I've truly become a monk in, in the aspect of isolation and I need solitude. Like if I ever get married to any woman, I'm just She's going to have to understand I need to be in a room by myself more than you probably think, like at least an hour or two. <laughs> And, and he's just, masturbating for 15 of those minutes and every I'm probably time. just sitting thinking and processing thoughts because that that's my way of discarding useful information useful and non-useful information is that's my know. favorite unwinding man there's nothing yeah. better and unwinding it, with music though because this shit's over it uh, is. everybody iTunes podbean Podca- yeah podbean iTunes rate review five stars please let us know how your favorite sandwich yeah or, or anything anything like that stuff, favorite guys. drink favorite beer uh gmail us the yeah, joker and the smoker at gmail all uh, the links are in the description thank pa- you guys for watching so patreon much. paypal the, we do it for you guys hopefully the audio is better yeah, this it, is macy it gray be. yeah yeah i fucking love macy Dude, gray my boss today he was playing uh he played eddie murphy party all the time and clarence carter stroking i almost Hell died yeah. he's like I-, I called out clarence carter and he's like oh see isaac's cool and i was like oh, and that was my boss's boss you're my right, lady. Bye.